The Lord hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. You are about to hear the encouraging word with Bishop E.A.T. Saki. Bishop E.A.T. Saki is an assistant to Bishop Dag Hayward Mills and serves as the resident bishop of the Kadesh, the Church on Fire. This word will bring you hope, comfort, encouragement, salvation, and much more. Join Bishop E.A.T. Saki as he ministers the infallible word of God.
please clap for my twin brother clap for my twin brother that's a beautiful rendition god bless you we are still in church is it powerful nice church choreography dancing stars wedding plenty blessings so we are moving on we have another blessing for you at this time i want to welcome our sister alberta from the west quad to give us a rendition of the word of god let's welcome her with a clap offering a clap a clap a clap alberta she needs encouragement so clap for her wow my dear god bless you I present to you Proverbs 31, the words of King Limuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. What, my son, and what, the son of my womb, and what, the son of my vows, give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. It is not for kings, O Limuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink, lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be of heavy hearts. Let him drink and forget his poverty, and remember his misery no more. Open thy mouth for the dump in the course of all, such as are appointed to destruction. Open thy mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and the needy. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She'll do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She's like a merchant ship. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night, and giveth meat to her household, and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field and buyeth it, and with the fruits of her hands, she planted a vineyard. She gathered her loins with strength, and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that, her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hand to the spindle. Her hand holdeth the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reacheth forth her hand to the needy. She's not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he seated among the elders of the land. She maketh fine lilies and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looked well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up, and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain, but the woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruits of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. Amen. Wow! You can do better. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Please keep on clapping. That is... Wow! Help you, Rosemary. God bless you for that ministry. Some of us, even chapter 1 and 2 cry, it's going to be trouble, big trouble in little Tokyo. Church, we are not done yet. There is still a lot of, I mean, blessing for us today. 
for testimonies we have a lady and a gentleman amen why do we give testimonies somebody's testimony will encourage you somebody's testimony will increase your faith amplify your faith that you too one day and it will come through for you if you don't give up other side help me welcome our sister Laurentia Atu ACN from the Anakazo ministry to bring us her testimony your club will encourage her you can do it don't sit down like that somebody yet I want to hear your shout wow Laurentia relax and tell us the good news amen praise the lord um okay. i don't know um i thank god for my life the life of our bishop i th- i thank god for bringing us to this church after some time some years of marriage I had challenges with childbirth. By then, I had applied for steady leave to further my education. But um, my pregnancy coincided with the time I was supposed to have gone to school. So I, I was like, I wanted to focus on my childbirth. Then after, I can go back to school. My boss got so mad at me. She was like, I've wasted somebody's chance, this, that. She didn't even want to see me because anytime she sees me, she'll give it to me. So I'm like, okay. As for schooling, I can always go back to school. My husband encouraged me. He, was, he told me he would support me to go back to school. But we hadn't planned it for this year. Um, the last swollen Sunday. Okay, so look at the testimony. The last swollen Sunday. Laurentia, let's go. My month of birth pastor, Pastor Victor, he called me and told me he wanted me to do something, but I should contact Bishop Pazzi. So I was like, what is that? So I went home and called Bishop Pazzi and I told him, I didn't know, but I told him he should just give me the opportunity to join the college, but I'm expecting something. I didn't have schooling in mind. In fact, I haven't planned to go back to school this year. So I, I, I made sure I called all the numbers he gave me. I called everybody. That Sunday, I, I, I wasn't able to make it to church because I had to go to work. She's a nurse. She's a nurse at Kolebu. Okay. So I called, I made sure I called my, like those on my list to come to church. So I also went to work. I was still praying. Two ways, two weeks ago, that same boss who always got mad at me because I didn't go to school called me. And she was like, am I pregnant again? I said, no. <laughs> and she said, can I see her in her office? So I went to see her and I'm getting a, 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 the steady leave Kolebu is paying my fees. You are sitting down like that. After she made the call during the swelling Sunday, the boss who was mad at her said, come for the steady leave. My, my sister, let's go on. And then there are travel opportunities that I'm not ready. I told her I'm not ready to travel. She's like, you have to go. So that one too is in the pipeline. I'm still thinking about it if I was still traveling. Wow. So, Laurentia, what do you have for the church? I want to encourage... Laurentia, this one, put it... Uh-huh, empower it. Uh-huh. I want to encourage everybody. Let's not sit on the fence. Let's join to do the work. Let's... I mean, let's give our everything. Let's do it. Any time you have the opportunity to do something in the house of God. Let's do it. Take it very soon. Wow. She made that call and said, God, I want a breakthrough. Now, double, double. A steady leave and a travel opportunity. Why are you still sitting down like that? I see your breakthrough. I see your miracle coming through for you. As you come down for God this swollen Sunday and as you work for God, 
church let's give our sister a very big clap god bless you laurentia beautiful beautiful testimonies your own is coming very soon amen last but not the least we have our brother a man of god pastor daniel kaku encouraging church the louder your clap the bigger your testimony yes wow praise the lord um i have two testimony one my first testimony is about how god saved me from a complicated surgery and my second testimony is also about the Soling Sunday. That's right. Um, I recollect from way back 2014, I was having a serious issue with headache. Persistently and daily, I was on painkillers for my daily routine. Without painkillers, I could not do anything. And um, I moved from one hospital to the other, 37 military hospital, and all the good hospitals, private ones you can think about. Finally, by the grace of God, through Epi Rosemary, I got myself at Kolebu Teaching Hospital, where I was booked for this surgery I'm testifying about. Um, the good news was that I was able to diagnose what was wrong with me, because all these years I was treating migraine, headaches, and all other things that the doctors could tell me about. I did everything, but the headache was there. Finally, the surgery was booked, and the amount was given. And um, a pituitary surgery, for that matter, was one of the expensive ones. Now, I'm happy that I was happy I've been diagnosed, but how to raise the money for this surgery was the next battle to tackle. By the grace of God, through our Father Bishop E.A.T. Saki, this it's money, this it's huge money, came by without sweat. Place. I was able on the 18th of December. I was scheduled, I was taken to theater. I just wanted to cut the story short. The battle to even get a slot to do the surgery itself is also another testimony. But by the grace of God, on the 18th, I went in the theater. I was able to successfully go through a microscopic transphonoidal surgery. And um, on the 28th... Oh, yes, yeah. just clap. Microscopic something, something. Clap for Jesus. It's a wild surgery. That one I can tell you. Wild one. A complicated one. On the 28th of December, I was discharged. Very happy, but with another complication. A side effect of the same surgery was diabetes insipidus. So much urine within a short time. I had to take a very expensive medicine, desmopressin, to control this very complication. And um, I was on this, battling it, praying about it. My fellow pastors, my bishop, were all praying with me. But on a swollen Sunday. Say, swollen Sunday. Swollen Sunday. Your testimony is linked to swollen Sunday. Six people minimum. Others, God will bless you. Man of God, let's go. We were told we had to make a covenant with God. I said, this is the time. Um, bishop had already given us our target. My center target was a hundred. How to get a hundred was in the hands of God. By the grace of God, we were doing our best fighting to do our small way to get a hundred. So when I got the sheet, one of the things I wrote was that, please, God, take me from this drug because I can't afford it. Um, after the May 11, the swollen Sunday, um, we managed to hit our target in a slim margin. We had 101. I said, that is wow. it, God. I you don't need my to path. do a lot. Six people. If you beat the, the margin, make it seven. Clap for Jesus. Your testimony is coming, I tell you. Wow. Man of God, let's go. We had 101. But we were not happy because as a center, we wanted 120. So I even forgot about my covenant sheet. I didn't go back to even reflect on it. But after two weeks, I realized that the drug I take had finished. And I haven't taken for some time. So I began to revise my notes to see when last I took the drug. And I remember the last drug I took was the Thursday before the Swollen Sunday. Wow. And by the grace of God, you are sitting there today, like that. 
I haven't let taken that as my presence, cry. You should and be by afraid. the grace of God, my rearing, the diabetes insipidus is gone forever. Wow. Let me hear your shout. Beautiful. Man of God, what do you have for us as a church? I want to encourage you that one of the scriptures that always encourages me is that if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. There is something good in this house. And if we obey what our bishop is asking us to do, six plus yourself seven for one row, I believe that your, desti- your testimony and your destiny is tied to it. I don't know what you are praying about, wow. but your testimony is about to happen. Wow! Let's clap for Pastor Daniel Kaku. God bless you. Your testimony is about to happen. Let's keep pressing on. Let's serve in God. Whatever you do for God, God will bless you. Amen. Are you happy? May I like shall shout again. Wow. Let's welcome the fresh breeze. Best. 
Lift up your Bibles. I have a wonderful treasure, the gift of God without measure. We will travel together. My Bible and I. For this beautiful day we cannot thank you enough for your mercies and for your goodness we appreciate all that you've done in our lives we bless you for everyone that is here today thank you for the service we ask you to have your way and be glorified in every life we give you praise and glory in Jesus name and everybody said amen sit on top of your enemies tell your neighbor sitting by you you are in a very beautiful church and you are sitting by a very very important person tell him you are sitting by a very very important introduce yourself to him as the next millionaire next millionaire in town introduce yourself hallelujah I said hallelujah beautiful well it's a blessing to be in church. Amen. I said it's a blessing to be in church. So I'm going to share with you very briefly from the word of God. I believe that the messages and the testimonies alone are enough messages to us of um, God's message and the importance of getting ourselves engaged in the work of the ministry. Now quickly, um, Turn your Bible with me to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. I told you a very short message and then we will close. I'm so happy to see Pastor Raf and uh, um, Christine get married. Faithful, hardworking people. Christine is from our church in Adesu. I don't know how Pastor Raf traveled from the Kadesh, but he had to Adesu. Of all places in the world. I don't know how their paths met. But whatever it is. He makes all things beautiful in his time. Say amen. amen. Say loud amen. amen. Alright. Luke chapter 10. Let's go to verse 30. Very quickly. we we'll read through and then we'll summarize and go on. Verse 30. Ready go. Can we, shall we all read? Ready go. And Jesus answering said. A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. Next verse. And by chance, there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. Now, verse number 33. Let's, let's continue. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And went to him and bound up his wounds pouring in oil and wine and set him on his own beasts and brought him to an inn 
and took care of him. Verse 35. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pens and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him. And whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. 36. Which of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among thieves? May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. There's a verse of scripture in John chapter 10 and verse 16. John chapter 10. We come back to this one shortly. But John 10, 16. Jesus said, Other sheep I have which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring. Amen. And they shall hear my voice. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Hallelujah. Somebody say other sheep. One more time. I didn't hear you. Amen. Last week, Bishop Basil preached to us on others, isn't it? Now, Jesus said, other sheep I have. Bless God for this beautiful church God has blessed us with. The pillars are gold. If you are broke, just hack a little piece. All your poverty will be over. <laughs> By the angels, angel policemen in the chain. Bless God for beautiful chairs and everything by the grace of God. Bless God for beautiful choir. Bless God for beautiful apostles. Bless God for beautiful pastors. Bless God for a beautiful bishop. I mean, bless God for all these wonderful blessings God has given us. Somebody say amen. By all standards, it's a good church. What do you think about that? It's a good church God has given us. But Jesus said, the other sheep, which I must be, who are not here. And he said that they must be brought in. Amen. He said, I must bring them that they may hear my voice. So, for all that God has blessed us, one of the greatest uh, weaknesses or human failures is, is, is selfishness. Human beings are selfish. Extremely selfish. When you find something good, you keep it to yourself. Am I talking to anybody here? At the back, can you hear me? Are you, are you hearing me? Is anybody hearing me? Are you hearing me? We are so selfish. We want things for ourselves. Good things for ourselves. We don't like to share. But Jesus said, as the disciples were following him and they were being blessed by his ministry, Jesus said, folks, there are other sheep that must also come in. They are not yet here, but they I must bring. Can I have an amen? Others must come and enjoy the blessing that God has given us. I didn't hear your amen at all. Are you here? They must come in. The Bible says when they come, then they will become part of us. And then we shall become uh, one fold with one shepherd. Amen. So, in the story that we read in Luke chapter 10, we see how this, this has given us a beautiful story, an unforgettable story of this man. The Bible says he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, on the way to Jericho. You know, Jerusalem represents the house of God, the place of the, the city of God. And if you go to Israel, I see you go to Israel soon. You, you'll be there. You'll be there. Jerusalem is, is on a hill. It's on a mountain. So to go there, you need to climb up. Now, Jerusalem is situated on, on a mountain. Now, if you go to Jericho, it's down in a valley. So this man was living in, and Jerusalem was the city of God. The place where God's presence, the temple of God, the place where worship was done. So this man, for him to leave Jerusalem down to Jericho, was actually moving from the presence of God out into the hands of the devil. I'm preaching. Are you here? Anyway, 
So he went all the way. I mean, he, and you see, once he, he was in Jerusalem, he was safe. Once he was in the city of God, he was safe. He fell among thieves only when he left the city of God. The safety in the presence of the Lord. The security in the house of God. Can I have a loud amen? Am I talking to anybody here? It's only when you walk away from God that you fall among thieves. And all these things happened to this man. But uh, long and short of the story, the Bible says that when he fell among thieves, they, they beat him, they stripped off his, his garments, or his raiments, and they wounded him. And they departed, leaving him half dead. That's how they left him. Almost gone. Bleeding, uh, naked, and all that. But they took his clothes, they took his mobile phone, they took his iPad, they took his handbag, everything he had, they, it was taken from this guy, and they left him half dead. Then the Bible says, then comes Bishop Pazzi, sorry. Then comes, uh, not Bishop Pazzi, is a better, nicer pastor. But the man who came was a priest. And the Bible says he passed by. Maybe he was tired. Maybe he, was, he had so many I mean, appointments. He was busy about so many things. So the Bible says that he passed by on the other side. I cannot be involved in this. I cannot get engaged with this situation. I'm busy about things. I don't have my time. I need to move on. Are you still here? And after him came the Levites. Member of an Alos, Alos I'm a Levite. <laughs> what a shock. Bible says that in fact, I think the priest was better than the Levite. Because as for the Levite, she, he came and looked on. And then he went away. Of the priest, he pretended he hadn't seen the, the Levite. He came and looked on the man's wounds and bleeding. He said, look at him. If I carry this man, all the problems, all the issues that come along with it, I go to the hospital, they say, I should, where did you carry him? Now I need a police report. It's very complicated something. That's why people don't get, especially in European countries and Western world. When you see someone in trouble, you, it is almost better for you to stay away. Because if you help the person, you have to do police statement. You have to be a witness. You have to do this. I don't have time. That is the main statement and lifestyle in Europe. I don't have time. Yes. I don't have time. So you see, um, this Levite also passed by after looking on, on the other side. And then the Bible says, finally, the good Samaritan appeared. May you be that good Samaritan. May God find in you a good Samaritan spirit. I said, may God find in you a good Samaritan spirit. Is there any good Samaritan in the church? Can anybody be a good Samaritan in this situation? The Bible says, this man, when he came and found the man who was bleeding and dying, the first thing was that he had compassion on him. Compassion. People are wicked. People are selfish. People are uncaring. But the good Samaritan had compassion. May God give you a compassionate heart. I said, may God give you a compassionate heart. May God deliver you from wickedness and selfishness. Life is bigger than you. Life is bigger than you and a little world. Am I talking to anybody here? But the Bible says that this man had compassion on him. He saw the way he was bleeding, the way he was naked, and the way he was almost dying. And he had compassion on him. But that was not enough. He acted. Amen? He acted. The Bible says, he poured in oil and wine and set him on his own beast. That means that he hired a bus. He took an Uber for the guy. Are you there? That means that he took a taxi. He said, I'm going with you. It's not enough to pour in the oil and wine. The man put him in a car. He said, I'm, 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 I'm taking you to a good place. And the Bible says, he brought him to an inn. The inn is a church. An inn is, an inn is a hospital. The place where they care for sick people. 
They care for broken people. They care for disappointed people. They care for afflicted people. They care for people who don't have anywhere to go to. And that is what the church stands for. Can I preach to somebody here? Can I talk to somebody here? The Bible says the man was carried and brought into an inn by somebody. Somebody was interested in him enough to say that I'm going to sacrifice my comforts. I'm going to give my time. I'm going to, I'm going to pay for your, for your transfer. I'm going to sacrifice to make sure that you come to church. Amen. That was the price to pay to save somebody. To the extent that he brought them all the way to the inn. And the Bible says he paid the next day that as he brought the inn, he told the innkeeper, the pastor, take care of him. Take care of him. And he gave him some money. And they said that, take care of him. Anything else you spend when I come back, I shall pay you. Any expense you make, any price you pay, any sacrifice you make on this person, when I come back, I shall repay you. Amen. I shall repay you. Friends, as you repay to us this very special occasion, what we call Swollen Sunday, what are we doing? What is our motive? What is our aim? What are we driving at? What are we attempting to achieve? The Bible says that, bless God for this good Samaritan. Because previous two of the guys who passed by were not interested in anybody else but themselves. They were not interested in anybody but themselves. They were just interested in their lives, what they're up to, what their agenda, their program. Nobody could mess up their agenda and their time. But this Samaritan, he was interested in this man who was dying by the wayside. He was interested in somebody who was perishing and bleeding and naked by the wayside. And so he paid a certain price. He took his wine. He took his oil. He poured it. Listen to me. If you want to be a, be a good Samaritan, it will cost, cost you something. I think it will cost you something. There's a price to pay. Are you here? He took the wine. He took the oil. He poured it into the man's wound and bound him up. And then lifted the man, hide the bus, hide the truck, hide the whatever. And then put the man in and drove the man all the way. All the way. I pray for you that you will be a good Samaritan this Swollen Sunday. I didn't hear your loud amen. I pray for you that you show a certain care for some people this coming, this, this week's ahead. That you'll be interested enough to say, I know I'm going to pay a present price. I'm going to make some sacrifices. I won't say I'm too busy. I won't say I'm broke. I won't say some of you would have to. You may have a hire bus. You may have to hire a, a, an Uber, a taxi. Collect them in and bring them in. Because listen to me. The Bible says that when the man took them to the, to the, the man took this guy to the inn, in, to the inn, and to the innkeeper, take care of him. Said that when I come back, I shall repay you. How many of you have worked for people that didn't pay you before? You work for somebody who didn't pay you. Have, you. have you experienced that before? You work for the person. Or even they didn't pay you how much they said they would pay you. Is there anybody like that here? You've experienced it. They promised to pay you. How many of you have worked at places where the, the business went bankrupt? And up to, the, up to today they owe you. And they haven't paid you. I see a few hands there. It happened. But I can tell you something. God, if God employs you, you will never lack any good thing. I said, when God employs you, he will pay you very, very well. Very well. God will never say, sorry, I don't have money to pay. Sorry, I can't do it. The Bible says that the man said, I will come back. I will come back. And when I come back, I will pay you everything you spent. 
I'm not tired of showing love. I'm not tired of caring for people. I'm not tired of following up people. I'm not tired of praying for people. Because he said, I will repay you. Nobody can repay you apart from, nobody can pay you well apart from God himself. May God reward you for every effort you make towards the kingdom. I said, may God reward you. see, as we're giving testimonies here, I just sense that some of you here, God will repay the testimony linked to this special occasion. May God repay you. May God reward you. May God honor you for your faithfulness. You'll be the next to give a testimony. Say, I will be, I say, I'm ready for my testimony. Are you ready for a testimony? We are saying six people at least, each individual. We are giving pastors and centers and, and leaders, targets and so on. You must tell yourself that this thing eh, is expensive, it is costly, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Because he said, when I return, I'll pay you all. I'll pay you all. Do you know how much it costs Jesus to save you? When the Bible says that the man poured in oil and wine, the wine represents the blood of Jesus. The oil represents the Holy Spirit. That is the extent to which God went to save you. When he saw the man bleeding and dying, Jesus sacrificed his life on Calvary. That's the blood that was poured into your life. And after he put the, the blood into your life, by the Holy Spirit, the oil, Holy Spirit came also into your life. Somebody shout amen. amen. And then the Bible says, he took the man. He didn't leave him on the roadside. He placed the man in a church. Hallelujah. He placed him in a church. And he told the chief executive of the church, yeah, I'm the chief executive of this church. I am Yetisaki of this Kadesh. He told him, and there are many, many. If you go to your hospital, there's a chief, there are so many other doctors who have the work to go on. And he told them that take care of this guy. You see, it's our responsibility to take care of the people that God gives us. Somebody say amen. He said, Take care of him. Because I'm good. I can tell you something. Jesus will come back. I said, Jesus will come back. But before he comes, he is already starting to bless you because of your interest and excitement about the work of the ministry. Am I talking to you here? I am, I am your pastor. I can tell you. Mega blessings are coming your way. Great doors are opening for you. Great opportunities are coming your way. May God honor you beyond measure. As you get engaged, as you get involved, as you decide to participate, you see the blessing of God in your life. You will not lack any good thing. I say you will not lack any good thing. God will honor you. God will bless you. God will favor you. May heaven repay you for all your efforts. I say may heaven repay you for all your efforts. I'm preaching. Tell your neighbor the man is preaching. I will tell you something. There are some prayers you will not pray about anymore. After this solid say you not pray about because heaven itself will supply that need in your life. You will not pray for some things anymore because by the time you start speaking, heaven will be bringing it to you. Shout your loudest amen. Are you in church? Ask your neighbor, are you in church? Now hold your neighbor's ear and put in and ask him, Are you going to be a good Samaritan? Are you going to be a good Samaritan? No, pull it hard and tell him or her. Are you going to be a good Samaritan? Are you going to care for people? Are you going to look for somebody bleeding? Are you going to look for somebody dying by the wayside? Are you going to make an effort? Are you going to pay a price? Are you going to hire a bus? Are you going to take a taxi? Are you going to pay somebody's fare? Will you be a good Samaritan? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah how many of you are hearing me at the back at the side are you hearing me are you hearing me are you going to be a good samaritan are you going to pay for somebody's fare are you going to look for some dying soul are you going to go out to the bush and look for somebody out there amen i said amen are you here i said are you here god will use you God will use you. God will use you. God will use you. 
God will use you. I challenge everybody in this church. I challenge everybody hearing me this morning. I challenge you. The time has come for us to have the spirit of this Samaritan. He didn't know the man from Adam. He had no relation with him. The man was not his brother, sister, auntie. No relation at all. But he was still interested in him to bring him to church, to help him out, and to blockade him. So the car, you see, in heaven, someone will say thank you. I have someone who said thank you. Someone who said thank you. Apostas. Are you there? Stand up, all of you. Stand up. It's always going to be just you and you and you and you. And on the 11th, I will inspect your souls personally. Me, Ietisaki. Personally. At least six souls. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? I said, at least what? Six souls. You will not pray for a husband. God will give you a nice husband. Nice husband. I tell you. There are issues that will not be your prayer topics again. As you get involved in the work of God. Because he said, I, I will pay you. Bless God that God is not like some, some microfinance company. God is not like even a politician. He keeps his promise. May his promise come to pass in your life. I said, may his promise come to pass in your life. I speak to everyone here today. As you join our hands. As you join our hearts. As you join our energies. As you put in our money, our effort. May God in heaven look on your work and reward you. May God look at your effort and bless you. May God smile upon you. May God do for you what you can never do for yourself. May God surprise you in the month of August. May you enjoy the blessing of God in your life. Because he said, I will pay you. I will pay you. I will pay you. God will pay you. I said, God will pay you. He will pay you. He will pay you. He will never let you down. He will never disappoint you. He will never push you aside. May heaven reward you for every effort you make towards the kingdom of God. I have served God long enough to know that he doesn't disappoint his children. I've served God long enough to know that those who are interested in him and those who do his work, he pays them. Seek he first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I see many things being added to your life. May there come an addition in your life. May God multiply the blessing in your life. May God take you to a place you never thought you would be. May you sit on chairs you never thought you would sit on. May you meet people you never thought you would meet in your lifetime. May God reward you mightily. May God reward you mightily. May God reward you mightily. Shout your Lord and say amen. Are you here? I said, are you here? I said, are you here? Oh, I've seen I've God. Read, read, read through the Bible. People who were involved in the work of God. Who were involved in serving God. Who were involved in ministry. In doing, you see how God elevated them. You are the next person to be elevated. I said, you are the next person to be elevated. I didn't hear your amen at all. You are the next person to be elevated. Elevation is coming your way. Lifting up is coming your way. Doors are opening for you. Opportunities are coming your way. What is not possible shall be possible. God will make it possible in your life. Amen. He told that guy that what I'm giving you now is nothing. I'm coming back. Anything you spend. Anything you, anything you spend. Anything you spend. Some of you here. The taxi that you're going to hire for somebody to come in, they're going to drive your own car very soon. Oh, you didn't, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. The, the truck, truck that you're going to hire to park the people, one of these days, you become rich in your four-wheel drive yourself. You, oh, you, you, didn't, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. He said, I will repay you. I will repay you. 
May God surprise you. May God fulfill his promise. May God honor you. May you never regret serving God. May you never regret getting involved in the work of God. May you never regret being part of what God is doing. Because he said, when I return, I shall repay you. Stand to your feet, everyone. Listen, I want us to pray for two minutes. I want you to put your two hands on your head and pray. And say, Lord, I want to be like this Samaritan. Be goofy for people that I don't know far away. People who don't look like me. People who are bleeding and, and, and dying. People who are far away. People who, like, who look like nothing. I want to be involved. I want to, I want to by your mercy and by your grace, reach out to them. Everybody lift your voice and pray. Make a, a pledge. Make a covenant. Talk to God. Say, Lord, I trust you. At least six people. I'm going to come. Some of you are going to come with passwords. We also are going to come with several people. Some of you are going to see God's help and God's blessing. Everybody pray. Pray now. Pray now. Pray. Pray this morning. Pray this morning. lift our hands to you today we are willing to take the risk that the Samaritan took we are willing to pay the price that the Samaritan took we are willing to make all the sacrifices that the Samaritan made thank you for the price you paid for us thank you for the blood that was shed on Calvary thank you for the Holy Spirit that was poured into our lives and now you're calling us, Lord, 
to pay the price for others I pray for everybody here this Sunday afternoon as we lift our hands to you we are praying that you show us mercy show us mercy Lord may we be useful and usable tools may nobody in this church become a non-entity may nobody be a drop out in what you are doing may nobody be left out in what you are doing I pray that everybody will be included include us in this time of working in this time of laboring in this time of, of doing your work may we be included in the name of Jesus I pray for the young I pray for the old I pray for the man, the woman, everybody in this church I pray that together we shall become partners with you in the work of the ministry I pray that together we shall work for you and labor for you bless your church bless your people and be gracious to us we thank you that we shall we shall bring many many perishing souls into your house into the into the, into the inn and we take care of them we bless you we honor you we give you praise and glory for today in jesus name and everybody say amen clap your hands for the lord now every head bowed every eye closed as we end the service as we end the service wherever you are now standing here in the service I want to pray for you here somebody invited you and came to church but you are not sure you are born again you are not sure you go to heaven or hell when you die today this Sunday afternoon you want to say, Bishop, I need God in my life. I am a sinner. I'm not sure my name is written in heaven. But today, I can come to Jesus. And Jesus will pour wine and oil into your life. Wherever you are now, you want me to pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to be born again. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. You want to, yes, God bless you. I see your hands. Don't look, yes, I see your hands. So many of you. Lift it high. What is said today? I need Jesus in my life. Lift up your right hand. High above your head. High above your head. Father, thank you for these hands. Thank you for them. Every hand that is lifted today, may you pour the wine and the oil into their lives. Make them brand new people. Father, thank you. Now, if your hand is lifted up, I'd ask you to do one more thing. I want you to walk from where you are and come to me in the front here. Just come. Happy come. day, happy day, when Jesus washed my sins away. He taught me how to watch and pray and live with I sing every day. Happy day when Jesus washed my sins away. He taught me how to watch and pray and live rejoicing every day. Happy day, happy day. When Jesus washed my sins away. Lift your two hands up high in front here. Lift your two hands up high. And I want you to say this prayer with me. Make it your personal prayer this Sunday. Lift your two hands and let's say, to the whole church join us as we pray. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. This Sunday morning. This Sunday morning. I give my heart to you. I give, I give my, my heart to you. I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. Forgive me. Forgive me of all my sins. Of all my sins. Wash away my sins. Wash away my sins. Make me your own child. Make me your own child. I promise to serve you. I promise to serve you. I promise to follow you. I promise to follow you. I promise to walk with you. I promise to walk with you. The rest of my 
my days. The rest of my days. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Write my name. Write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. My name is. My name is. Now mention your name. Mention your full name. Please, Lord. Please, Lord. Write my name. Write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. I will serve you. I will serve you the rest of my life. The rest of my life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. For hearing my prayer in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Clap your hands for all these wonderful. He taught me how to watch and pray. And live rejoicing every day. Happy day, happy day. When Jesus washed my sins away. Wonderful. God bless all of you. We're going to now Saturday morning. All of you here. We expect you here at 9 a.m. Amen. Very important. You must all come. We are going to pray for you. We are going to teach you. We are going to baptize you also. Very important. And all those who gave their life to Christ in this month of July. Make sure you come. Now all of you are going to go follow our pastors here. They are going to talk to you very, very briefly and you will come back. Can you go this way? Clap your hands for them as they go. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus was, oh, when Jesus was, when Jesus was, He washed my sins away. Oh, happy day, oh, happy day, oh, happy day.